can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Testing Thursdays with Wayne Iveset. Hope you all are doing fine. Um, here in Maryland, we're having the winter that never happened. We have actually had zero snow, which is the first time I can ever remember it not snowing. I mean, my birthday was last week, and there's always snow on the ground on my birthday, but apparently not this time. Oh, well, times are changing. But anyhow, today it's going to be a fun podcast. Because we're going to talk about people and how stupid they are. Well, maybe not stupid, but dumb. No, no, let's let's stay with stupid. Stupid. These are the top most dumb, stupidest, I can't believe you asked me that questions, I have gotten in 31 years of technical work with Taylor Technologies. Now, these questions came from a lot of sources, mostly very stupid people, either calling me up, uh, and as technology increased, emailing me, calling me, grabbing my arm at a trade show. Um, It doesn't really matter how it got to me. The most important thing is that it got to me. Now, over the years, I have told some people some of the, the, the top couple ones uh, that, that I've gotten, but it, it's worth repeating all of the ones that just stand out in my mind. Is that like, how on earth are these people breathing, let alone trying to operate a pool? And I'm not talking just homeowners. I'm talking service people. I'm talking you people that I get these calls from. It's like, really? Don't you know even better? <sighs> Anyhow. Let's start from the bottom and, and work our way up. I've got six for you that, that stand out in my mind. Six. Now, this is probably early, very, very early on in, in my career uh, uh, in the industry. So we're probably talking, oh, maybe late 90s, early 2000s. But by then, I kind of kind of sort of knew what I was talking about. But still, you kind of in the back of your mind going, huh? I, I'm not sure. But the question I got, and this was at a trade show, forget which one, really doesn't matter. But a guy came up to me, he was obviously a service guy, and said, hey, um, can I mix sodium hypochlorite and calcium hypochlorite in the same bucket and then use that as a shock in the pool? And I remember him asking me that, and I asked him, you want to repeat that to me? What? And he said, yeah, can I mix sodium hypochlorite, you know, the liquid bleach, you know, the stuff you get, Clorox. Then I'm going in my mind, oh, God, Clorox. Anyhow, and into a bucket that I've already put Calhypo in. Yeah. Well, after I kind of composed myself and 
kind of looked at the guy and I'm going, this guy's in service. God help his customers. I said, well, you could do that, but I would one, run away very quickly and make sure the bucket's nowhere near the pool or really pretty much anything living because what you've just created is a bomb, a rocket. And he went, what? I said, yeah, it's going to blow up. I said, Cal Hypo is very, very dangerous. It's a class two oxidizer by the DOT, which means that any kind of an organic addition to the product, other than pre-dissolving it in water, is going to cause a reaction. And that reaction is an explosion. That's not true. I remember the guy telling me, you know, I've been around for a while. That's never happened before. And I said, and it's never happened before. Have you done this before? Oh, yeah, plenty of times. And you're still alive. Meanwhile, <laughs> my um, colleague at Taylor was standing behind me the whole time, just shaking her head, going, I don't believe this question. I don't believe this question. Now, I, you know, I, in fun at the webinars that I used to give over the years, I would always tell people, you know, I didn't tell you this, but the Watch what happens. Yeah, okay. I never admit to saying that. No, I didn't say that, did I? No, no, no not at all. But <laughs> smoke, it's it's kind of cool looking, but that that's pretty much it. But this wasn't cool. What this idiot, what this guy was doing, or wanted to do, or claims he's done before. You never, never, never mix cow hypo with anything other than dissolving it in water to pour into a pool or pour it. Or, or, or you know, put it directly into the pool water. Don't mix it with anything. It is, it is such a highly flammable, combustible material that you will indeed create a bomb or a rocket. And then you'll have the men in the black suits knocking at your door, showing you the little IDs that say, hey, we're here to come get you. <laughs> no. Now, the next one Take five. At a, a trade show. Uh, this one was at the Western Pool and Spa Show, probably about 10 years ago. And I'm standing in the booth, and a guy comes up to me with a great big bag. Those are always, you have to worry about them, the ones that carry the bags. And uh, he goes, want to show you something. Said, okay. He says, yeah, I bought this this TDS meter from you guys a couple months ago. Yeah. And he says, not working. Oh, it's not working. Okay, well, well, can you be a little bit more specific? What about it is not working? Well, I press the buttons like like you know the instructions say to do, and the 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 thing doesn't move. What thing? The little meter. Oh, the 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 dial on the top. Okay. Um, so you know, I go through the whole litany of what kind of water, what are the parameters, blah, 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 blah. You know, everything to try to get a rough idea on what's working, what's why why this thing is not working. And then a little light bulb went off over my head. And I said, sir, have you ever cleaned the meter or calibrated it like we requested? Well, what do you mean? I don't, what you, I don't know what you mean. Did, did you ever like rinse the little cup in distilled water or recalibrate it to make sure that it's reading the right value? No, I never did any of that crap. It just says to pour the water in the little cup and... Cover that little silver dot and then press the button and you get your answer. 
Meanwhile, my high blood pressure is going up. And sir, I said, sir, I will bet you two paychecks that when I open up the bottom of this meter, it's calcified. What do you mean? I said, it's got calcium growing all over it. And, 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 the, and the probe is dirty. It's foul. Said, what do you mean by foul? It's, it's not clean. Ah, oh, no, that's not going to happen. As he's saying that, I'm unscrewing the bottom. Open up. And sure enough, all in the inside was just coated with calcium. Turns out that the water that he was trying to test had a very high calcium hardness reading, like greater than a thousand parts per million. Never cleaned it, never calibrated it, just didn't do anything to it other than pour the water in the little cup. So after I chiseled off a lot of the calcium carbonate in front of him, he's not saying a word right now, he's just kind of looking at me like, oh, crap. I was going to say another word, but kids could be listening. <laughs> So I, I scraped out the calcium carbonate. I did have some distilled water, so we rinsed it out many, many times. And, and I got his meter working after about working on it for about a half an hour. Did I get a thank you, Mr. Wayne? Did I get a, oh, I'll never forget to calibrate and clean the probe again, Mr. Wayne? Of course not. Just grabbed the meter, turned around and walked away. Yes, job satisfaction is number one. Next one is confusing. That's really the only way to describe this because this lady tried to, I, I don't know what she really tried to do, quite honestly. So let me just kind of describe it to you. This was not at a trade show. This was a homeowner. This was a phone call and called me up and said, you know, I've, I've got, your tailor test strips. And I said, okay, well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. And she said, but they don't seem to be working very well. And I said, well, can you be more specific? Tell, tell me what's going on. So she described how she's trying to do a, a pH test, let's say off, off the test strip. And, you know, a test strip is pretty simple. It's about as simple, easy, non-complex, non-difficult. See where I'm going here? of a test you can possibly do, even more so on a test strip. I mean, you dip the test strip in the, in the sample water and you read it. Well, she kept saying, it's coming out too red. It's coming out too red. And I said, too red, uh, that, that doesn't make any sense based on what I'm saying. Does it, does it look purple? And she says, no, no, it's definitely red, absolutely red. Red, 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 red. Uh, okay. So let's figure out what's going on here. Eventually, after about 15 minutes of me grasping for straws, turns out that she not only had <clears throat> a Taylor test kit, a test strip, but she had a Taylor test kit. And in the Taylor test kit, like many of you know, or I hope you know, reagent number four is the pH indicator. Well, what this lovely homeowner decided to do was thinking that she would get a better number is take a 44 mil sample of water, have five drops of R-0004, the pH indicator, to the sample, cap and invert it, and then put the test strip in that treated sample. Oh, wait a minute. 
I'll let you catch up. Get that visual? <laughs> yes. Yes. She did that. So I said, ma'am, does it say anywhere in the instructions on the test kit or in the test strip to combine the two? Oh, I don't know. I don't read the instructions. Excuse me for a moment. These are the kind of questions that I take a pair of scissors and I just want to go. Anyhow, I eventually and calmly explained to the, to the lady that, no, 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 you can't mix test procedures. You do one or the other. Oh, I thought I could get a better answer if I combined the two. Yeah. People wonder why I drink sometimes. Anyhow, <clears throat> that was a goodie. Do your customers get too close? When you're out at the pool, are they always up your ass? You need Bitch Be Gone. Bitch Be Gone, the latest in pain in the ass customer removal technology. Simply strap it to the pool tech's back, program it to the appropriate intensity, and Bitch Be Gone will sound whenever a pool owner gets too close. Bitch Be Gone by Fly-By-Night Pool Products allows for four different intensity settings. Mild. Medium. High. And something crawled up his ass and died. You pick the intensity and let Bitch Be Gone do the rest. But wait. That's not all. Order today and get the stench attachment that will sync with your Bitch Be Gone, releasing an odor every time the Bitch Be Gone sounds. Bitch Be Gone by Fly by Night Pool Products. Get yours today. <coughs> got three more to go. Oh, these are good ones. Three. Had another lady call me up one time. Wasn't sure if she was a homeowner or service really did, wasn't clear. Kind of got the impression she was a service because it sounded like she was actually in a retail store that was doing testing. And she called up and she told me her name and completely escapes me. Thank God. And she said, hi, this is so-and-so from such and such store. I'm trying to do a pH test. And I said, okay, with, with your reagents. Okay. And I, I've got a really tough question for you. Okay. Now I'm holding onto the edge of my desk going, okay, this might be a good one, guys. Hold on. Let's gather the troops, right? She said, well, can you define red for me? What? Can you define red? Like how red is red? Is red red or is red red? I swear to God, if she was said, said the word red one more time, I was going to take, pick up the phone, throw it across the floor. Red. Well, ma'am. What test kit do you have? She told me. I said, well, look at the pH color scale. The bottom is yellow, and you can see that's yellow. Yeah, that's yellow. Okay, and the very top block kind of like looks like a purplish red color. Yeah, I would say that, definitely. But what about all the other colors? Well, they're all red. No, um, there are varying shades of red. Some look pinkish. Some are not quite pinkish. There's variations in the color. I mean, I have color matching issues myself, 
but I can tell the difference in those colors. Well, they're all red. They're variations of red. Yes, no, 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 they're red. They're all red. That's why I need to know how red red is. I said, ma'am, do you have a, a, a red apple handy? Yeah, that's red. Oh, okay. Thank you. Click. So there is now a woman somewhere in the United States. God help us if she's still in service that's using an apple, a red delicious apple. That's her pH indicator. The next one. Two. These are my top two favorites. This is not number one. This is number two. <clears throat> Got a call from a guy. Guy. And he goes, I got a question for you. Might be might be easy for you, but I'm not sure. Okay. But what's going on? He says, Well, how many millimeters, milliliters in a 25 milliliter test cell? Excuse me, sir. Can you repeat that? Yeah. How many milliliters in a 25 milliliter test cell? Let me put you on hold for a second, sir. Hold. <laughs> I got one over here. Go listen to this. Come here. Okay, sir, I was just double checking, but there is 25 milliliters in a 25 milliliter test cell. Oh, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure, sir. Are you sure it's not like 30 or, or 35? It's 25, sir. It's clearly marked on the test cell itself. If you fill it up to that mark where it says 25, you have 25 milliliters of, of water for your desk. Oh, I just wanted to make sure because somebody told me that it's really more. 25 milliliters is more than 25 milliliters. Well, sir, I would suggest not listening to that person anymore. Well, I was my service guy. Sir, definitely find another service company to work on your pool. But thank you for calling and appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. I took off half day after that. <clears throat> you have no idea. <clears throat> and you're ready for this one. This is the number one dumbest question I've ever gotten in 31 years at Taylor Technologies. One. Now I, I need to set this one up a bit. <clears throat> Pre-COVID, <laughs> when everybody was in the office at some point, and we're talking about where I sat, it was myself, all of our customer service staff, and there was five of them at that point, and a few other people. So I think there was like 10 people in, in my immediate area, my immediate office area. <clears throat> and um, the phone rang. It was an afternoon. And my, I have caller ID on my office number. I had caller ID on, on my office phone number. And I, I didn't – it showed the phone number, and I knew that it was a California area code. I know my area codes really well. That's your hint number one, California area code. Southern California area code. San Diego area code 619. Anyhow, lady gets on the phone. It's obvious she's a homeowner. She says, 
uh, and this is probably 2018, 2017, something like that. She goes, um, I have a technical question for you that I hope you can answer for me. I said, well, yes, ma'am, that's why I'm here. What, what can I do for you? She said, well, it's really, it's it's unusual. That's usually the first flag, by the way. Oh, okay, well, I'm, I've been around a while, ma'am. I've, I've heard a lot of questions. Maybe, maybe yours is one of them. Or if not, I can find out the answer for you, what, what's going on. She said, well, let me ask you this. Here it comes. In the event of a zombie apocalypse, can I still drink my pool water? Yeah, you heard that. And I, I actually, I was stunned. I, I was at a loss for words, which for me is saying a lot. Anyhow, I went, ma'am, can you hold on just for one moment? I want to check something. I'll be right back to you. So I go out of my office and I kind of yellish down the hall. Okay. Who did the prank? Not funny. <coughs> I actually thought I was being set up as a prank call by my customer service staff. Turns out it wasn't. It was a real call. It was a real human being. A real dumb, stupid human being. So I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to answer this question and not piss off a customer, not get myself in trouble. What do I do? So I got back on the line. I said, ma'am, thank you for waiting. I appreciate your time. And she said, okay, so can I drink the water in a zombie apocalypse? And I very straightforward said, ma'am, let's think this one through. The answer is probably yes as long as you keep it properly sanitized, and as long as no zombies have fallen in. If a zombie falls in, I wouldn't drink the water. The water's contaminated. I don't think there's enough chlorine <coughs> to kill the zombie virus. I said, but as long as it's, you know, it nothing's gotten in it, and you keep chlorine in it, uh, it should be fine. Oh, good, because when the zombie apocalypse hits, I want to make sure I have enough water. Thank you, ma'am, for calling Taylor Technologies. Glad I could help you. Have a nice day. Click. I went to a two-hour lunch after that one. <laughs> you know, those liquid lunches that you all hear about, they're true. They're very, very true. <sighs> God. Zombie apocalypse. You wonder, there are these people out there. I don't know if they intentionally do it. <laughs> or not, but they make jobs like I had interesting, to say the least. Thank God I retired. <laughs> Anyhow, those are the dumbest ones that I have ever received over my 31 years with Taylor Technologies and being in the pool and spa industry. I'm sure you've got yours. You probably have some that are even better than mine. Please. I want to do a part two of this. Please send me 
your dumb customer questions. Send them to talkingpools.com. Excuse me, that's wrong. Talkingpools at gmail.com. And they will get to me. And I will do a part two, part three, part 651, whatever long it takes to go through these questions because people, they're out there. And they're not all called Karens. Have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. Just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 